a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, it's that time of year again. No, I'm not talking about Hanukkah. I'm not talking about the beginning of Christmas. Uh, it's Congress and tragedy, calamity, catastrophe, shutdown, all of the things uh, that we do every year at this time. And we've actually become accustomed over the last several years of doing this three or four times a year. And why is that? Why do we keep having this and keep watching this like we're watching a replay of Groundhog Day? Because this is what happens. This is what happened this year. I actually pulled up today uh, something I wrote exactly a year ago on this very topic and went to an interview that I conducted with our good friend James Walner from R Street Institute uh, talking about why we keep ending up at the same spot. It is completely 100% avoidable. So I want you just to think back. We're going to start thinking back a year ago. And a year ago at this time, we were having the same conversation about a big fight, a big calamity, a shutdown showdown. And at that point, remember, President Trump was still in office. The Republicans had the majority. And the fight came down to funding over the border wall. And at that point, the Democrats... Uh, did not want to have a uh, or wanted to force the Republicans to take a vote on funding for the border wall. And so they threatened that they would not do this continuing resolution, keep funding the government. And so there was a big fight and there was a lot of hoopla and they extended it a few days and then a few hours and they finally got it done. Uh, and they kicked the can down the road uh, until the spring of 2021. And everyone exhaled and everyone went home for the holidays. And that is the pattern. And the interesting thing is the moment they passed that one year ago, nobody did anything. Everyone just sat around until we got to the spring and, oh, I guess we need to fund the government because we haven't done our job. And so we had another big brouhaha over what should or shouldn't be included in a continuing resolution and whether that should be done by unanimous consent, uh, which is something we all should learn about. Unanimous consent uh, does a lot of things in the United States Senate. Uh, it's the way people get things done without having to be accountable for them. Because if it's by unanimous consent, then you didn't really take a vote on it. So your opponents in an election can't really go after you, whether you're left, right, center, wherever you are. Uh, and so it's become a strategy, unanimous consent. And everything just kind of goes by. Everybody looks the other way and everyone says, you're good. I'm good. You good. Yep, we're good. And we keep going. We keep spending. So we did this again in the spring and then we passed a continuing resolution that would fund the government until the fall. Uh, now, that's when things are actually supposed to be done by. The fiscal year ends in September. And you can all remember, nothing happened between the spring of 2021 and September of 2021 on funding the government. Nothing. 
until we got late into September and suddenly it's an emergency. It's a crisis. Who's going to be willing to shut down the government? And we had that fight all over again. And just as we predicted, just as we told you it was going to happen, it happened that they kicked the can down the road, a continuing resolution that took us where? December 3rd, which is tomorrow. And what happened in between the end of September and the 3rd of December? Nothing. Nothing. And then suddenly on Monday, we actually did a countdown clock on this show. We've, we've counted down how many days we had until December 3rd since September. And nothing's been done until we get to this week. And then suddenly everyone's alarmed and in a panic that, oh, my goodness, we're going to shut down the government. Whose fault is it? So we can start pointing fingers and placing blame, shrugging our shoulders, saying, not my job. It's completely avoidable. Uh, I want to go to my friend James Walner. This was from one year ago. One year ago, we had this same conversation about why we had not taken up a bill to fund the government. Take a listen. The fact that we haven't passed any funding bills yet in Congress is what's keeping everybody around. And I think that's intentional. Congress has all year to pass their appropriations bills, and they don't. They choose not to bring them up. They choose not to try to vote on them. They choose not to try to adjudicate their differences. And I think that's by design because it creates a a cliff, some sort of situation in an extraordinary emergency where everybody has to stick around and then they can do all of this other stuff, too. If Congress, if they don't, if they can't pass all of these bills at once in a big omnibus bill here in the next week, then what's going to happen is they're going to pass, as you said, a continuing resolution, which basically says we're going to continue all of the funding that we last authorized or last passed in our appropriations bills for this period of time, for a certain period of time, maybe into to January or February. And that really will tie the hands to, of a lot of administrators in terms of what they're able to do and not do. It may commit them to spend funds that, that they don't want to spend or that are outdated and don't need to be spent. It may not address other issues uh, whatsoever, but it basically says, let's just continually continue things as they are right now. All right. Again, that was from one year ago when we were in the same all or nothing, fake fight, false choice of a continuing resolution. That the only choices are we have to pass all of this or we have to shut the government down. We can't have amendments. We can't have votes. We can't have any debates. We just It's all or nothing because it's all been pre-done behind closed doors. Uh, that's exhausting, Uh, That's a little frustrating to me today, to be honest, uh, that we are still having this same conversation. Uh, This is such a convenient way for leaders of both political parties and members of both parties uh, to create drama and do fundraising and look for little points they can use in some primary campaign or some general election campaign. Uh, It's real simple. There should never be a threat of a government shutdown, period. And why is that? Because if they do their job, if Congress does its job, it will never happen. It will never be a threat. So here's how here's how it works in real simplicity. If you look at the Constitution, uh, the only thing that has to happen is for Congress to do their job. So Congress is tasked with this, passing 12 separate appropriations bills that fund government operations. So it's really simple. So you have the Agriculture, Rural Development, Food and Drug Administration, those agencies, they have a budget. 
you take a vote. Commerce, justice, science, related agencies, they have one. Obviously, the defense authorization bill we've been talking about. Energy and water development, financial services and general government, homeland security, and you can go all the way down. There's 12 appropriations bills. The Constitution says you do that every year. You take, uh, all, you put those on the floor of the House and the Senate in regular order, one at a time, not all together, one at a time. You debate them. You allow members of both political parties to offer amendments that can be handled in front of the American people, not behind closed doors. You take votes. And then once you've done that, the House does it, the Senate does it, and then you send it down Pennsylvania Avenue all the way to the president's desk, and the president signs it, and lo and behold, the government is funded for a year. That's how it's supposed to be done. So all of us as citizens have got to look at what's going on in Washington, and every time we hear of the latest calamity, catastrophe, cliff, whatever, shutdown, showdown, fake fight, false choice, all of those, you just throw them all in there. They're all exasperating to me on some days because it's so simple. And we have allowed our politicians and our elected officials to convince us that it is so complicated and it is so difficult. It's not. It's very simple. In fact, the founders got it right the first time. They got it right. It's really, really simple. And so you you have that process and you follow that process. And when you follow that process, you get the right result because then you get outcomes that you can hold members of both political parties accountable for. And until we're willing to hold our elected officials accountable, they're going to continue to do this. And so we have to engage in that conversation. Uh, But again, we're going to see a lot of this over the next 24 hours as we come down to another one and write this one down. Uh, In the end, they are going to pass a continuing resolution that will fund the government until probably, I'm going to say, February the 12th. Write that down, Ty. February the 12th, I think, is going to be the date that they'll go to. And then they can move on to the other catastrophes like a debt ceiling, (laughs) the president's agenda and the defense authorization bill. We have to do this different. This is not about political fights. We've got to get it to governing the country because campaigns are easy. Politics is easy. Governing is hard. But that's what we elected these people to do. Stay with us. We'll continue the conversation when we come back. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.